Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. My fantastic guest today, if you can't see her and if you didn't read the title. And I'm not a guest. Oh. <laughs> well, it's just an Eminem. We're not a, yeah, you're, yeah, you're not a guest. No. I'm always I here. I'm not going to tell you where the is somebody, is. Yeah, the guest gonna, is somebody that's just here yeah. once in a while. I'm always here. She's I've a, never not been here. No, you're always here. You're here Even when I me. wasn't on the mic, I was still there. Yeah, you were. You were. You've been doing work. Mm-hmm. For so long. No. So long. You need a vacation. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. Yeah. Well, well by the time this comes out. Is that a vacation? Yeah. I'm oh, just okay. going. Well, I'm going to write, but. Oh, I my just gosh. Get that's away. so romantic. 
Is yeah. it gonna rain there? Do you think? Probably. It's Portland. Yeah, probably. that's why I was like, yeah. oh, is that why you picked it? To, like, right in the my rain? friend's there. She oh, has okay. a house that has the downstairs oh. is an apartment, basically. Oh my gosh! So she's a doctor. Wow, <laughs> I love this. Yeah. This is a nice. This sounds like a rom com. Yeah, and it looks like a spa. Like it's oh, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Wow, enjoy your vacation. I know. I'm excited for you. I was on a fake vacation, which is a wedding. Somebody else's wedding is always vacation, a fake vacation. Vocation. Yeah. And I'm sad to be not I'm sad to be back. Except I am a little convinced your I have pictures a UTI. Looked amazing. I mean, probably from that high waisted bikini you have. On. Oh yeah. My ass <laughs> was just ass eating was it. First of all, I wanna say I and like for anybody, this is such a fucking like niche thing to say or whatever. You know how like sometimes you feel really stupid or uncomfortable taking pictures in public? I've always felt that way, especially because like Mott's when he's taking them, like he feels weird, which makes me feel even weirder. Uh-huh. The greatest thing I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. All of the girls there were like, oh, my God. Yes. Work this. I love this. OK. And everybody was like cheering me on. Like even his like bro guy friends were like, oh, my God. Great. Love oh, it. These weren't just like random. No, they were like his friends, which I Got feel it. more uncomfortable in front mm-hmm. of people I know, not like total randoms. And it was like the greatest thing ever. And all the girls like all the guys are like, wow, this is so cool that like you get to take Instagram pictures like this. And all the girls like, Monty must be like so happy. Like she looks so hot. Like this is great. And I was like, wow, like. I got that picture of me and that's literally all of everybody. There's people on either side mm. and like scooting away. And I was like, that, I just took all these Thotty pictures cute. and I got all this encouragement from these people. It was really nice. Very so cute. guys, step out of your comfort zone. <laughs> Take Thotty pictures in public places. Um, well, guys, welcome to the podcast. You've been here before. You're if not you're new. new. But if you are if new. If you are new, welcome, welcome. aboard. Oga to the ship. Choo choo. We're a ship boat. <laughs> I get you. Yeah. If you guys uh, want to be in an upcoming episode, I always say like if you want to, and like I mean, no, if, no, none of you ask for these situations happen. No. If you need some advice and you want our input, you can give us a call at three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six and leave us a voicemail there. And if you are an international listener, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail dot com. Wow. I know. I tried. You, you said tried? it right. It was like a little, there was a little <laughs> twinge of air. Like it was calm. 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 Okay. Calm. No, calm. that's not what I said. Calm. I said come. Come. Oh, that too. <laughs> come. All about it. Big fan. Yeah. But speaking of come. Okay. <laughs> no, I was just going to say these questions are going to be a little less sexual than our questions usually are because these questions weren't specifically meant for me fuck there's so many good sexual i know i know so this is just so that you guys know someone was not able to make it so i'm just jumping in here for this one yeah i love the sexual ones (laughs) me too they're really fun okay should we get started let's do it hey megan my name is actually i'm not even gonna say it but i am 20 years old and i just need some advice about me um so i have this friend and she i love her to death but she thinks that every single boy in the world is in love with her she was convinced that my boyfriend loved her and he he obviously does not because he's dating me and says that she looks like a troll um but she likes this boy in her class and this boy has a boyfriend that's right i said it he has a boyfriend um and i told her about it and she's like no they're just friends and i'm like well i mean i saw them kissing and she's like she doesn't want to kiss anyone except for me so basically it just goes over her head 
And I'm like, no, it's just, just no. <laughs> um, so pretty much, Megan, I need help trying to convince her that's not going to happen. I mean, I could just let her go and let her see for herself. Also, this girl wants to become an actress and a singer, and she's like, all the boys will want me whenever I'm rich and famous. But she can't sing, and she keeps sending me clips, and I don't have the heart to tell her she can't sing. So help me out, Megan. And I don't want to seem like a bad friend. Like, I love her to death. And I want, and, I, and anytime I try to tell her stuff, she tries to argue with me and tell me that I'm wrong. So, and then she'll fight with me about everything. And then she won't talk to me for a little bit. And then she'll come back. And basically, it's like nothing ever happened. And she just starts doing the same thing again. So, anyways, I really like your help, Megan. Kind of a bitch, dude. Like, this is kind of bitchy. Like, you think that I think the this is of being a bitch? I think it's bitchy. Because I think, I think, go ahead, like, you make your point first. I just think, like, we all do our own things. And I think if she's heavily trying to involve you in everything and talk to you, like, about anything like this, like, I think, A, we need, like, okay, this is, like, so, like, much less of a deep version, but, like, we can't prevent people from making mistakes or, like, doing things that, like, you want to avoid and be like, yo, this dude is gay or whatever. Um, but I think that there's just, like, a level of, you just have to like let people do them. And like, if like she, like if she wants to be a singer or whatever, like it's not really like, it's not really up to you to be like, or to, it's not your responsibility to tell her that she can't sing because also it doesn't really matter if you think that she can't sing, if she thinks she can sing, you know what I mean? Like that's something like she's going to have to discover that on her own. The only thing that that's going to do, it's not going to be like, thank you so much for telling me I'm going to change my career, like my dreams, and my career path. It's going to be like, that's really fucked up and really mean. Like, that all that does is hurt somebody like that's just like yeah I think everyone should like follow their dreams or whatever they'll realize when it comes to like industry professionals who are saying things like that but like when it's just your friend I think that it comes across like kind of like I just think it comes across as like unnecessary um I think I'm also just really like sticking on the troll comment that our boyfriend made um that was mean that's mean that was mean I think that's mean but I think also like if you're if she like who the fuck cares if she thinks everybody's into her? Like the, your, the when she thought your boyfriend was into like her, like into yeah, that's problematic. And that's also like weird and difficult to like navigate, to be like, no, we're dating. Like he's not into you and that. And like the guy in her, if she wants to like have a crush on a guy who's gay, she's going to find out that he's not that into her. Like it's everything's going to happen on her own. But you as her friend telling her, hey, by the way, like you're not that pretty and guys aren't as obsessed with you as you think. Like I want that fucking confidence. Like and to think that everybody like really likes like is super into you when they're not. I just think that there's really no way for you to say anything that doesn't come across as like kind of mean because also what's the point in that? Like if you're trying to if she's not like getting she's she's clearly has like a great sense of confidence maybe maybe this is like all a facade but if she does have a great sense of confidence it's who cares if you don't necessarily think that it's warranted in like regards to what she feels like so sure and confident about and then if it doesn't work out like that's on her to kind of deal with but i just think like there's just not really a nice way to say any of it at least what i can't think of yeah i mean i don't think there's a nice way to say it but i think she needs a reality check seems like she's just being delusional like yeah yeah like no, I, yeah if, if if somebody was like 
thinks that Mots is in love with them. Wouldn't you like? No. So that's the that's the one that I think that I'd be like, okay, that's yeah. And if it's she's like that with everyone, I wouldn't the troll thing. That was me. Yeah. I would never mention that. Um, but but I'd be like like everyone isn't especially like this gay guy. Like she could end up getting her heart broken if she doesn't have. Well, maybe she needs to. Maybe I think I think we're both. I think she also needs a reality check. Yeah. But I think like if she's this in her own world, I don't know that you're going to be able to get through as a friend. I would, you know? for me, I would be like upfront with her. Yeah. What would you say? And then, well, I'm a mean person. Yeah, so no, I would I just, say, I would just be say. like, girl, like he's gay. He doesn't like you. Like yeah. everyone isn't in love with you. Like that's mm-hmm. great that you have that confidence, but like mm-hmm. your pussy isn't magical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's Sorry. how I would that's, say yeah. it. Yeah. And then like with the career thing, you don't want like if she's going to be focused on this one thing and she's not good at it, she could be focusing her attention on something that she's actually good at. Yeah. Um, and it kind of reminds me like Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Nine-Nine. I know. Um, where there's this guy. Was, yeah. He wanted to be a Broadway star and, he, and they had convinced him to quit his job. Yeah. And then he actually sang and he was terrible. OK, first of all, he wasn't that bad with some training. He was <laughs> really bad. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like if yeah. like if that's what her goal is, is to be a singer. You don't, if she's like talented in the music field, maybe she'd make a better writer or something yeah. and she could be focusing her talent on that. So, yeah, I just, I, yeah, at least for me, I just, I don't, I don't know. It's like if I, I mean, singing is kind of like a universal sort of thing, but like maybe you just like get her to audition for American Idol and then you don't have to tell her. Yeah. Or like a local her. talent show. Yeah, because I think like I don't want to say that she's like delusional. But she's got a really great sense of confidence that might not necessarily be warranted mm-hmm. in all fields that she's confident in. And I definitely think that like it's important to like have a like, reality check with all of that. But if she argues you on all of this stuff, maybe it isn't able she can't hear it from you maybe she needs mm-hmm. to hear it from like if it's if it's music related she needs to hear it from someone who works in music so it's not like oh well you don't know like you're not into music like you don't get it maybe it needs to be something like that and the same thing with the guys like there's kind of uh, like people that like her it's kind of like a what if situation like if you don't clarify and ask someone if they're in love with you you can think that they're in love with you because you don't know yeah. otherwise and as a friend technically you also don't know for sure. Like she has an argument where she's like, no, you don't know. But I mean, really, you don't. I mean, you don't know this. So maybe there is like. She saw the guy kissing. No, no, yeah. oh. But I'm saying like, you don't know. Like there isn't like her argument of like that your friend. I'm like, not that I even know what her argument is, but it's like she can she can believe these people are super into her if she doesn't actually act on any of it. But I and I think if she was actually acting on these relationships and like like flirting back with these people and it just sounds like to me that she hasn't actually acted on it so she hasn't actually gotten rejected and realized that it's not like how it is and also it might be but like totally how do fake you confidence. not realize when your friend is dating this guy that you think's in love yeah. with him? well then ultimately this sounds really fucked up i just would i would never be friends with a person like this because of the fact me that either. like yeah it sounds like this infiltrates every part of your like when you're like, she's a great girl, except this. I'm like, so this has to do with your relationship. This mm-hmm. has to do with everything that she talks to you about. Like all of this stuff. I'm like what part of your relationship and your friendship do you really like and appreciate? Like she's very defensive and she's like getting upset with you. As much as like I from the beginning said that like I sound, th- think that you kind of sounded like a bitch. It is one of those things that I'm like, I don't know why you are friends with her 
because it is putting you in a position where you constantly kind of have you where you are being a little bit of a bitch because like you are raining on her parade which isn't a nice thing to do but like why are you in that position in general um because yeah the boyfriend thing is like weird and then maybe it's taking some separation from her because like it does put you in an awkward position you kind of have to be an asshole um if you're not yeah if you're not comfortable just like letting her be delusional you have to be a bitch and mm. then do you want to be a bitch like or do you not or like is this friendship really worth i don't want to say like fighting for but like is this friendship really worth it when it's this like taxing and kind of just like a headache and annoying in a lot of parts of yeah. it um but yeah i think it's also not it's not your responsibility or up to you to kind of dish her a reality check she needs reality to do that but also like feeling like you it's exhausting sometimes when you're like listening to someone talk about something that you even if you've told them that you're like this is like not it's real or not whatever seeping in yeah it's 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 really exhausting and frustrating and that's also yeah it's not your responsibility to listen to that as a friend so i think you just need to like figure all of that out and really don't reiterate the troll commentary because that's mean and tell yeah. your boyfriend that he shouldn't talk about your friends like that or <laughs> women in general or anyone in general like that no. like that's not nice but Stop i got laughing. a clear picture what she's like. laughing that's so mean <laughs> you know i have troll no i have grinch as a background on my phone yeah honestly me as a baby that's like literally mine is like <laughs> i have she way smaller like eyes oh my god which fyi baby grinch can fucking get it <laughs> Ew, yeah. he's a baby. No, but like baby Grinch, think of okay, well, no, because he did grow up and he was sure big Grinch. Mm. He's very, Grinch, maybe. very tall. He is very tall, so, so that could work out for yeah. you. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we we're giving you two different sides, yeah. so pick which one you think pick. would be yeah. best for your situation. Yeah, and I'm sorry I called you a bitch at the beginning. Yeah, Let's, I don't think you're a bitch. I think you're real. I think you have to Keep be a bitch. Real. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what's been happening. I think you have to, like, you know what I mean? Like, calling in about this, yeah. like, I would have just ghosted. <laughs> Which is also bitchy. Yeah. Okay. All right. On to the next. Hey, Megan, I'm 25. I actually called in yesterday and left a voicemail and ended up, dreaming about it and was mortified about the message I left. So I figured I'd call again and make myself a little more clear. I am a flight attendant and I am again, 25. I have kissed one boy my whole life. I have never had a boyfriend nor have I ever had any kind of sexual encounter, oral, any kind of penetration, nothing. I am honestly just sexually frustrated. I feel like I'm missing out on a lot in life with experiencing any kind of anything that has to do with anything sexual. I am not looking for a one night stand. I'm definitely trying to, I'm putting myself out there looking for some sort of companionship. I've tried the dating app. It hasn't really been working. I've even tried match.com and am not having any luck. And I even meet people on planes and in airports and am all around the world all the time. And I'm just not having any luck. I hate to say I sound, I, well, not hate to say, I don't want to sound too confident about myself, but I'm financially independent. I have no debt. I make decent money and I come with fucking awesome travel benefits. And I think I'm a catch. I'm in and feel good about myself. I am a marathon runner for crying out loud. And I just can't seem to 
even meet a guy at a bar for a one night stand. Not that I'm, that's what I'm looking for, but I just am having a hard time meeting people anywhere. I, again, put myself out there and meet people all the time. And I'm starting to get in my head that either I'm too picky or there is something wrong with me. All of my friends say that I'm just too picky and when the time comes, it'll come. But most of them are married and having kids now or the two that aren't married are in relationships. And it's getting kind of frustrating. So I was wondering if you had any insight or any help. I'd appreciate it. Thanks so much. I also aspire to have this level of confidence. Bad bitch. Yeah, bad bitch. She's a cat. She's a fucking mm-hmm. rare rareathon marathon <laughs> runner for crying out loud. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like I'm going to sound a lot like your friends. You know? Yeah. I think I definitely my best friend Sydney had like a full like mental breakdown to me a couple years ago that she thought I was going to die alone because like not about her dying alone about me dying alone and I was like what the fuck um because uh she said that I was uh I was too picky and not in the sense that like I was like ruling out guys once I talked to them but I was ruling everybody out before I really gave them a chance Mm -hmm. and then I had made way too narrow of um a pool that like I was I just really wasn't making an, enough of an effort. And I want to know, like when you say like, you tried the dating apps, here's the thing with dating apps. You can literally be on dating apps for like a dating app doesn't work until it does. It's like a relationship in general. We're like, oh, they really haven't worked for me. It's like, I don't know anybody who's been like, yeah, my last five boyfriends I've all met on dating apps. Like it's sifting through a lot and it doesn't work and it doesn't work until it does. And like, even people who've gone on multiple dates, like they could have gotten ghosted. They've had like, I've had friends who like, they have, if you consider like multiple meeting up with guys and going on dates, like success through dating apps, like, yeah, but they got dumped a lot on dating apps. Like they like went on like three dates and never heard from a guy again. Like there was follow up, like there was more than one date, but like it didn't necessarily end well until it like did. And there was that one person. And I think that's the same thing goes with like meeting people in person or like anything like that you're it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be a plethora of people it's going to be one person Mm -hmm. and like it's going to take a while before that happens and it sucks that like dating apps especially or something and dating in general it's something that you have to actively be doing it's not going to fall in your lap dicks don't just fall in your lap at least the dicks that you want don't just fall in your lap yeah they're like it's yeah and i i also want to if you're (laughs) if you were like hanging out at airports and you are a hot flight attendant the guys who i feel like are probably hitting on you are not cool guys not good guys a guy if he sees like a girl who like is a literally at work in her work uniform looking pretty and put together his first assumption is i am that i'm definitely not gonna like i'm not gonna be that sleazy guy because i'm sure she gets hit on all of the time and also she probably has a boyfriend so i think dating apps especially would be like a great thing for you and also making the first move because you are in like the power position of being like at work like Mm -hmm. if you're on a like anything like that if you flirt with someone you're letting them know like hi i'm interested in you and i'm single and it's okay because a good guy like all of my i was gonna say all of my friends who are good guys like all of my friends are good guys like they're not shitty 
none of them would ever like they don't hit on bartenders mm-hmm. they're like no i'm not going to do that but if a girl like a bartender girl so she's like if she's into them he's like no if i saw her on a dating app i would totally do that but like i'm not going to do that because i'm sure they get bombarded all the time and i don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable at their job right and it's like in that position it's like and I'm, it's the same for you there. You have to be nice to exactly. people. That's part of your job. And some sometimes people might mistake yeah. your niceness for flirting. But if you if you flirt back, then that mm-hmm. that's yeah. a, a, a signal. Yeah. Like, hey, I think making the first like flirting move that way. And then I think being active on dating apps and like not just waiting for people to message you. Mm-hmm. You need to message them. I mean, I definitely was guilty of like being that girl who like when I was single, my friends would go out and we'd go to bars. I'm like, why is no one talking to us? Literally, my friends and I would go out. I've probably been the number of times I've been approached by people in person. That's it's it's a number. The number of times that I've been approached by somebody that I find mildly that I'd be into zero. Yeah. Anytime someone comes up and hits on me, it's a creepy fucking dude. Mm-hmm. Like that's not really how things happen. Good guys aren't going to be like, oh, we've said this, like aren't like the good guy. We're like, oh, I'm a good guy. I never do this kind of thing. It doesn't really happen. We see it in like romantic comedies and movies that it's like this like wholesome, great guy who just wants a relationship and isn't skeevy at all and didn't just take his wedding ring off and put it in his pocket. Like he's the one coming up to me and like our meet cute at a coffee shop. Good guys don't want to make women feel uncomfortable and feel threatened, especially at work. Um, So I think you pursuing and being more active on it, I think, is a great call, especially when it comes to dating apps, too, because you talk so highly of yourself in a fantastic and confident way. Portray that confidence when you're making moves with guys, Mm -hmm. too. Like, I think there's nothing sexier than a girl who's like, no, I'm going to message him first. Like, I'm going to try and do all of this. And a lot of the time they're not going to respond. Sometimes they're going to respond. It's going to be great. But I think it's about giving people an opportunity to like to surprise you. Guys have terrible dating app profiles. Like they're so bad. Oh, yeah. Listen to our bonus episodes. Yeah. In the first few ones, we talk about how bad they are. So bad. And I've like looked at my guy friends who are fucking catches. And I'm like, oh, my God, I would never fucking (laughs) swipe right on you. Like this is like your personality isn't showing through. Like you look like such a dweeb or you look like such a douche. Like I think that like if you can focus on conversation, not their profile and if you guys vibe in conversation and then meet up and hang out with people obviously in a safe way but don't eliminate people based on like really arbitrary things that don't have to do with your conversation you have with them like have your deal breakers have the things that like is a must for you like someone like age or where i mean for you i guess location isn't one yeah locations isn't political views and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. and then from there focus on the conversation don't focus on like oh but he has this like one picture and like this is like kind of gross and like he's got this and because that was my biggest issue was Mm -hmm. that i was ruling so many people out for things that I was reading them as saying like, oh, this is so douchey and gross. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean they're douchey and gross. I just happen to dislike this thing. And that doesn't, it's not like a defining character trait of them. Like Mm -hmm. they didn't do this to like wean me out. Like it doesn't mean as much as I was giving it like weight to mean. Um, But I think like it sucks that it's definitely a long game. And also I know so many fucking great girls who are single, which sucks. Have you seen that um, meme where it's like, have I looked in the mirror? No. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Have you seen the meme that it's like, uh, all my friends, all of my girlfriends I know are like fantastic. They like go to workout classes. They drink green juice. They like juggle all of these things. Their boyfriends uh, almost tried to make a dinner reservation. Once. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's good. But yeah, I, I think like as much as it, uh, I'm sure it feels like in your world that like everybody else um, is like there and like mm-hmm. w- w- with relationships and stuff, know that like it does take time, especially 
um, if you are picky, which I don't think there's anything wrong with. Um, but I also think like if I know you say you don't want to have like a casual one night stand or like a hookup or something like that. But hey, girl, if you're horny, like get like get yourself off. But then also know that like if you want to have a one night stand, that's also OK. Yeah. I think a lot of the time people who don't have a ton of sexual experience then are like, oh, no, now I have to get into a relationship. I can't just like hook up with someone like you can if you want to. But yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll piggyback off that. Um, you said that your your standards, your friends had said that um, you're being too picky, and I don't. I'm not saying to lower your standards, but maybe just go out with guys just to like test the waters and get practice with dating Mm -hmm. and then um the confidence thing you are clearly very confident and megan talked a lot about like online dating say for me the longest two relationships that i've ever had it was from guys that i met in bars and the first one was a guy that i i told i was just with my friend and i was like the next hot guy that walks in here i bet i can get him and he walked in and then like i got him and we (laughs) dated for like two years and (laughs) i'm sure he loved that story too he's like yeah yeah. yeah. And then um, the next one was when I first moved here to L.A. And um, it was the fir- very first night I went out to the bar and um, there was a guy that I thought it was cute. And I just went up to him and we dated for a while, too. So it's just like you, you're confident. Maybe just like like Megan said, making the first move. Yeah, you can do it. I have all the trust in you that you can do it. Yeah, I I mean, I don't want to say this is like, a, oh, my God, like I'm so cool and like cute and all of that. But like my friends and I, when we were single, we never we hardly ever got approached by guys mm-hmm. ever. Like I can tell you like when Monson and I started dating, he was like, oh, no, I bet you get hit on bars all the time. I was like, mm, no, literally never rarely get hit on. Usually if I'm getting hit on, it's a guy who's toothless and is in like the Ralph's parking yeah. lot. And he's like, hello, pretty. Where what, do you live? Yeah. Where like, you have to like switch one of your rings and yeah. be like, I'm you got, married. You got your keys I'm in your married. hand. You're like, Fuck off, dude. Yeah. Like it's, it's just like, we have this. And I, yeah, I definitely was guilty of this idea of thinking that like, Oh, like if I just stand and like, look pretty guys are going to come approach mm-hmm. me and talk to me. And like, I'm, uh, I don't know. Like it, it Guys, guys are are uh, intimidated. I would yeah. say they would think that they would get crushed exactly. if they came up, and, and they said, also assume a lot of the times too. If they like a lot of guys, like they'll and like Matza said this too before, where he was like, "No, if I saw you, in a, I was like, I always ask him like, if you saw me a bar, would you come up to me?" He's like, "I would probably assume that you had a boyfriend, and I would also probably assume you would shut yeah. me down in like a really mean way." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Ooh, nice. That's the vibe I give off. <laughs> You're fine. You're gonna be fine." Mm-hmm. Also, I got into like finding flight attendant YouTube videos, like flight attendants who are like our vloggers and like have like Instagram accounts. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, you should also do that too. <laughs> Maybe you already do that. It's really fun. They, they're always like really like cute and they do their like, oh my God, I woke up and like we just had a red eye and like so they're like, I have to get ready like so fast and they look like amazing. And I'm mm. like, holy shit. It's fantastic. I'm a big fan. So make a YouTube channel. It doesn't help you find, mm. get some dick. No, do things that take you out. Yeah. Go out. On to the next Hi, Megan. I'm 22 years old, and my boyfriend and I have been together for four years. Um, He is about two years behind me in college, so I'm about to graduate um, next semester with my bachelor's degree, and he'll be graduating at the same time with his associates from community college. Um, So essentially, his parents really want him to go to the university that's really close to their house, and he's living with them right now. But my dreams um, are to go to law school when I graduate. And the closest law school um, to us is about four hours away. It's on the other side of the state. 
So ever since I started talking about going there, his family has been trying to talk me out of it and saying that his career is more important than my own because I'm going to have kids one day and have to walk away from it. And I just don't agree with that. Um, and he's really close to his family. But when he says that he will move wherever I want to, I like that, but I also can't help but feeling like his family is going to resent me for being the reason why he moved so far away from them. And I don't really know what to do about it because um, since I met them, we've had a really great relationship. But now it's becoming pretty clear that they're not looking out um, in both of our interests. They're really just focused on what they think is best for him. And I feel like they don't really care about my future. So I need some advice. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sorry I laughed, but I literally laughed because I'm like, I don't know how these people are still alive. Like, like what year is it? My, is it 2019? Literally, my God, I applaud you for your self-control. I genuinely think I would have taken a butter knife and stabbed them all. If someone fucking said that to me, I'd literally go, I'm sorry, bitch. What the fuck did you like? Yeah. Holy fucking shit. This is this is this is when we go to the I think the first quotable moment of the show. If you have an Apple TV, you cannot be a racist. <laughs> if you are living in this day and age and you're going to tell your son's girlfriend, no, 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 your career, like verbatim, your career is not as important because you're going to have babies one day. Do they realize that you are not just like a gestational tank to grow humans? Right. You you like are a human. You're already like. Bitch, law school. He just got his associate's yeah. degree. Not to shit on him in his like community you've got college. Your bachelor, like, like, you've got your bachelor's degree. They should you're be kissing the fucking ground yeah, you walk on. Like, like, I can't believe you dating our son. Thank you so you're much. You're two years ahead of him already. <laughs> like, My God, mothers and their sons. Does he have an older brother? Do you think he's, oh do you think he's the baby? I think he's the, might be only child. Maybe. My God. we Moral of the story. Mothers and their, we can't, I can't have sons. It's his because I'm gonna family this. though. No, but that's the matriarch. That's what happens yeah. though when you are the woman of the family. Holy fucking shit. Okay, here's what I I would say. I think I am, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm a big believer in just, I am not here for anybody else's, I'm not here to handhold anybody else through their small-minded, backwards, 18th century f- fucking mindset at all. And I'm not here to like slowly ease you into feminism and teaching you about all of this stuff. I am like here for saying your piece and being like, I am smart as fuck. I'm going to law school. I am ahead of everything. I am not a fucking baby maker. I am not just going to lay fucking eggs and pop out babies. My entire reason of being on this planet is not to pop out fucking grandkids for you Mm -hmm. and to be in a kitchen. Like, that's not what I'm here for. I'm going to go to law school. If your son wants to be a strong man and follow a strong woman to do what he wants to do, which clearly he's been dating me for all this time. And he wants to do it. And he's into, and this is what he wants, then you need to sit the fuck down, get some knitting, get a fucking hobby, like read a book, Mm -hmm. turn off fucking Fox News and realize that like you cannot talk to women like that, especially as a woman. Like it is a completely, completely fucked up thing. And there is like you are so in the right and they are so in the wrong that I don't think you I like I get that it's his family and it's like, oh, let's not be like, let's not piss off anyone or whatever. I mean, I'm I'm fine with pissing off people's family. Like I'm okay with that. But like 
you need you need to say your piece and it's not it can't come from him it can't come from anyone else you need to say it and it needs to be the one time you have that conversation and then you never fucking talk about it again and if they bring it up again you just change the subject and you completely ignore it mm-hmm. and if they get in his ear and they scare him out of it then like he's fucking he's weak not and he's you. not for you no and there are so many other guys who are going to be like fucking like hard as shit for you and your like law mm-hmm. degree like ahead of the curve smart as hell and like this is just so oh my god this pisses me off me too like i'm so fucking i'm much. like trying to get my words gathered for what i need to say i don't want to say like i because i'm also like didn't go to law school like you're ahead of a curve in a different way but like i've been financially independent since i was 19 i've like didn't go to college but like i've always like lived in i've been i've been very privileged working on my like working for myself and doing my own thing so like when i've dated like there's been an intimidation factor but there's also been a massive um toxic masculinity from uh parents of guys that i've dated where Mm -hmm. they're like whoa this girl like she this this is like it feels a little jarring that like their son doesn't need to provide for me Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time it does come from the fact that that is how their family is and that's how that is and how that woman feels the more moms and dads feel threatened by that idea that it's very different from what they know in their relationship and it makes them feel like their son isn't doing enough and it's it's shit it's like why it's like why some guys i'm not saying your boyfriend is like this but i'm saying like that mindset of like some guys like date girls that they feel like they have they have power like some guys like like I don't want to say like small man syndrome, but like some guys who are like uh, maybe insecure about their height, date really petite girls. They feel like really big. Me, I'm very tall. I want to feel small. I have a king size bed. Like sometimes we do like (laughs) these things that like to make us feel a certain to feel a powerful or feel a certain way that we want to feel. And I think his parents are completely projecting that on to him and that not might not be what he wants. But hey, if he wants that, that's not your fucking problem. No. And I genuinely just think you need to have a real as fuck sit down conversation with his family everybody who has said all of that and then tell them like this is the one time we're going to talk about it because i will not dignify this with multiple times because it is incredibly offensive and completely backwards and so incredibly sexist and i need you to know that and i'm going to say this once and this is this is this is the only time we're going to talk about it and that's just because it also brings in this idea that that's that like all a woman is good for is create is procreating and it's just yeah so and like that's the part that like makes like you're s- supposed to be his little woman like are you fucking kidding me what's no. he gonna do with his like no offense to your boyfriend again like also didn't graduate college but like the idea that they're going to tell this woman who is graduated college early is going to law school that no we need you to like step down and let our son with his community college associates degree catch up so he can be more powerful right than you. Like that's, that's what it. it's like, yeah. it's fucking insane. Like it's so fucking insane. And like, also his, I'm sure it's your boyfriend. You love him. He's fucking great. His, his worth also does not equate to the fact that he might not be as academically driven as you are right now. Well, like he is, but he but just, he's doing it a different he way. just had a different pace, but why should you slow down? And also why, but like, and on top of that like why are you thinking so lowly of your son that you're like no this girl is too great it's making our son look bad we Mm -hmm. need you to like slow down like 
know the fact that like it also speaks so highly of their son that you are dating him because you are this strong, badass, really fucking smart woman who likes their son. Like they should be thrilled. And they're in. He's clearly like, okay with it. It's them. Oh, I hate this family. I do too. I hate them so much. Yeah. And I also at the same time, though, like know that like we've said this so many times before, too. Like I'm as much as like I want to be like, fuck this, like whatever. Like sometimes in-laws and sometimes also like (laughs) old people just suck. Mm -hmm. And not that like I necessarily think that like you let them be like whether it's like racist, misogynistic, like sexist, uh, fucking anything. You don't let them do that. But you say your piece, you don't engage with them and you don't expect to have a fantastic. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not 
getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's 
quoted from Town and Country saying, it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you. And listed it as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said, part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> when I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Fantastic relationship with them. Like, I don't yeah. think this means your relationship is doomed because you're not... I don't think that like you're going to know that he's the one when you meet his family and everything's amazing and it's all perfect. Like sometimes people's families fucking suck, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't determine that that relationship's not for you, but it's, it's about who you're dating. Yeah. And there are so many, there's this whole idea that like men are intimidated by like strong women. And like, there's a certain kind of guy that is intimidated by strong women. Mm -hmm. Then there is another guy like let's Leo Howard who refuses to date any girl who is not at least four inches taller than him. Like he's like, no, I want a girl that like everybody's like, how the hell did this guy get her? Is his mom taller than his dad? Yeah. I feel I've seen pictures. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love. Okay, guys, it's time for a quick break and we'll be back. What is up, guys? We're back from our break. How is it for you? Is it good for everybody? Oh, my God. Do you hear my neck crack in the mic? I didn't hear. I thought you hit your mouth. No, that was my neck. Oh, well, thank you so much (laughs) for your support. You're welcome. (laughs) Shall we get on to the next? Hi, Megan. I'm 21 years old and I have a question that relates to finances and relationships. I'm 21. I've been with my boyfriend for one year and we are now thinking of moving in together. He seems to really want this more than me because he got financial aid almost uh, to cover almost all of his tuition, either his tuition or his housing. Uh, And I didn't get any financial aid because my family income does not qualify for that. So although my family, uh, my family's income is higher than his, my parents aren't willing to pay for my tuition and neither my housing, which I completely understand. And I don't want them to because it's my schooling. I should be the one responsible. So the problem is that he expect he is looking for housing options and expects us to pay both equally. And I don't know how to stress to him that I find it a little unfair considering that I will know that I am giving up my last dollars and have to worry to pay up to have to worry about tuition and have to worry about housing while knowing that he is only only paying for one of the one of those things. So either he's paying for tuition or for his housing. Yet he expects us to pay half and half. And he's he's a great boyfriend. He is never stingy. He takes great care of me. But how do I stress out to him nicely that right now at the moment he can't he wants to live on his own he can do that but he also cannot afford it so i keep telling him well then get a roommate i'll be happy to visit you but he says no the only way he wants me to be his roommate so in a way subconsciously he doesn't realize that i think but he is in a way putting me making me uh, pay for half of it and i just don't know how to stress to him that i am not financially ready right now uh, please let me know what you think about this and whether you think it's fair or not and how I can stress it out to him. Thanks, Megan. Okay. Mm, my first thing is if you need financial aid and your parents don't qualify, there is something you can do. I forgot exactly what it was called, but I had to do this where uh-huh. um, I had you can like make a claim against it and you can still get financial aid. If yeah, because you you're paying for it yourself. Yeah. 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 Um, second, 
if you guys weren't rooming together, that's, where would you be living? Yeah, that's my question. Because ultimately, no offense, but like him getting financial aid and everything like that, it's on a need basis. And I also, when I was in college for a hot second, did not qualify. And I was paying for it all myself. Mm-hmm. But when I lived with roommates and everything like that, like I still pay, like it wasn't like they had to pay more because that was what it is. Like, it's just not, it's not your life in the same way. Like if you had a roommate who you didn't know was on financial aid and you guys are splitting the rent, like it's still going to be divided like that because it's not anyone else's responsibility to carry the other person financially. Mm Mm-hmm. It does make it difficult because you're in a relationship. So you have these like knowings of these things and like money is a really awkward thing. But that's what I'm wondering. Like if because you're saying like you're saying to him, like, why don't you just get another roommate? To me, it sounds like you don't want to live with him him and you don't need to. Like you have another financial you have another living situation that works for you financially. Yeah. In which case, I think in general, if you're like someone wanting to move in with you and you're hesitating at all. I actually just went through this with my friend who her and her boyfriend just broke up. And I was like, you're welcome for telling you not. She was like, I feel like I just like, it's not clicking that I want to move in together. And like, he's really doing it. Should I just do it? And I was like, no, mm-hmm. it should not moving in together. Like I, I, there obviously sometimes where like, it's a need basis. Like financially you really, really need to. And it's not like an emotional thing, but like you should both be so gung ho on it because it's incredibly hard. And this sounds like, there's no way that there's not going to be a lot of resentment because I do think it is. I don't think it is fair to ask him to pay more because like his finances are his finances and yours are yours. And as much as it like, as much as it sucks that your parents don't qualify, you're paying for this. And I'm not, I don't want to like put words in your mouth or whatever, but I'm gonna say from my own experience, like I guess it will actually slip, but like I had I I was making money and I was I'm pretty sure I was making more money than my parents by the time that I was in by the time I was like no 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 not by the time I was in college but I was making money so I was paying for it but at the end of the day when your family has money not even like a huge amount but isn't qualifying for financial aid as much as it sucks that you are the one paying for it and you're not getting any of that aspect of it, there is a cushion that you mm-hmm. have. If something were to fucking go wrong, that you got in an accident and you couldn't work to pay for this, your family can contribute some of that. And he doesn't have that. Yeah. Like, and that's something that like, as much as it, like, as much as that's, frustrating to think about because realistically like the difference in finances it's not it's not when they say that people can afford like oh you don't qualify for financial aid it's like you could sure you can drain your fucking income and pay Mm -hmm. for your kids college and you still don't qualify like it doesn't mean that like your parents are totally completely loaded but like there is a difference in cushion there and I think like you having a little bit of awareness of the fact that like the reason why he qualified for financial aid is because he wouldn't be able to go to school without it. And you're able to do that. You're Mm -hmm. able to work and get all of this stuff done. This is the way that he can do it. And it's not your place to not, I don't want to say offer judgment or everybody, but it's not your place to be like, okay, well then if you get this deal, now we have to be even because you're trying to make it even in your mind. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're trying to be like, well, if he's not paying for this then he should pay for more of this. Yeah. But it's like, 
you don't want to split the rent evenly when that is what's e- that's what's fair. Oh gosh, I hit it hard. But that's it what's like fair. You hit it this way, <laughs> and then I like brought it mm-hmm. back. But yeah, yeah, I also just think it, the best way to avoid this is don't move in with him in general. Yeah, I don't think you should move in with him. I also don't think though that he's being manipulative and trying to get you to live with no. him so he pays half the rent. It sounds like you're not being completely truthful. Yeah, that. and I would just don't even make it financially based. Like if you don't want to, just say like. We're not ready. It's just like, I'm really like, I, I'm cool with my living situation. I really like, really like you. And I really like dating you, but like, I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. And like, I want us when we move in together. Like I, I like want to save that. Like I want to enjoy this part of the relationship while we're here. And like all of this, like right now, and he just needs to accept that. (laughs) And, but he, yeah, he needs, it's his responsibility to find other roommates and stuff. It's not up to you for uh, him to be like, well, if you're, I, I'm just, then like, what the fuck is he going to do then? Like right. not go to school anymore because you won't live with him? Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, All right. just a year is really quick. I always want to say a year is really quick to move in and with someone. especially in also, college. Ma- yeah. Cause I was like, Mots and I definitely moved in together way before that. But like, but you guys were friends and you both had jobs mm-hmm. and both financially and he stable. technically had another apartment, but yeah. I wouldn't let him officially move in for a really long time until he was yeah. like, by the way, I'm this fucking is, moving this in. This is a completely different <laughs> yeah. type of situation. Like you guys are yeah, 21. College. You're in college. You, yeah, you don't, don't have, with your- you don't have the finances that you want right yeah. now at this point. I don't think it's just a good idea to be moving in. Also, together, all of the couples period. I knew in college that lived together were super fucking weird because I didn't like, know anybody except oh, for this one girl I went to high I, school with. Yeah. Th- and, and I would know all. one girl and then I'd be like, never see her again. Yeah. Poof. Like, it's just not. Yeah. You don't. I, I don't know. I'm just not here for that. Yeah. Wait. Wait. It's always the answer. Hi, Megan. I am 22 years old, and I have a boyfriend who is 25. Um, my problem is his mom. She, old background, she's 50-something years old, and she has five children, and she has three different jobs. Um, my problem is, is that of all her five children, she keeps going to her youngest son, my boyfriend, for money, um she has like two children who were in their 40s and she's not asking them for money um i just struggle with this because it goes into our relationship and i'm not like a cold-hearted bitch like i would do anything for my mom too but if the conversation was oh i'm late on a bill can you help me out? Then, yeah, I send so much money to my mom. But his mom is saying, hey, I'm on my way to the casino. Can you send me $200? Or, like, pay for all these bills that are around $400. Send it to me. And it, it goes into our relationship. So I'm just a little nervous because what if we want to start a family or hit a house? And he can't afford it because he's spending all on his mom. So if you can help, that'd be great. Or just give me your opinion on all of this. That's awesome, too. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. I really think you kind of answered, I mean, like your own question, like the way that you said, like you would. It, it's not your mom. And the way that you said, if your mom was laid on a bill, you would send her all of this money immediately. Mm-hmm. The reason why you feel weird and uncomfortable about this, and it seems so ridiculous, is because it's not your mom. 
it's not your fan. You don't have those emotional ties to it. And I, I also want to say, I think the reason why she's probably going to her youngest son is because her oldest kids who have families are like, no, yeah. we have kids, we have money, we have bills to pay for. If she's not continuing asking that, if your boyfriend's not the last person she's asking, the only reason why she's asking him first is because everybody else has cut her off mm-hmm. financially. And that's the only person she still has access to, which makes a lot of sense. Um, it really, really sucks to see someone who is in a, uh, when their parent is, and like my therapist always talks about this kind of stuff all the time. Like when parents, um, when parents aren't, the, the, the a parent's job is to provide for your kids, whether that's fine. It doesn't have to be all of these things can be one of these things. It's also the reason why that, that doesn't need to be like biological birth parents. It's providing support. It's providing safety. It's providing uh, sustenance. It's providing like safe, uh, like, like, well, safety is like house, but it's, and it's providing support. And when those roles get reversed, it sucks. Like it really, really, really sucks. It, we've, gambling if she's if this is a big gambling's also gambling's an addiction it's an addiction yeah it's it doesn't to me when you say like you would pay for your mom's bills but then when she's asking for these bills they're like four hundred dollars and all of this stuff i think your boyfriend's probably not telling you everything mm-hmm. i think she's probably going through a rough time maybe she's been going through a rough time for a while and his siblings aged out of feeling like they needed to help and he's feeling as the last kid as the baby he's feeling responsible and feeling like he wants to help his mom in any way i don't think he's happy giving her this money i think he feels it even more than you about how much it fucking sucks that like this is his situation and that like he can't save money for a trip for you guys to go on or he's has to worry about this like i've got friends who pay for families rent and they financially are in a really tough spot when they make way more money than me, but they're in a really, they're in a way tougher spot financially than me because they're covering all of these other people that I don't have to think of. It's a privilege to not have to provide for somebody. And it totally sucks when some, when that's not something that, when it's not a relationship that you sign up for and that that's also, it's his, it's his choice. It's his call. I don't think it's going to be a forever thing at all, but I think like this, I think finding empathy and finding that for that situation and knowing that like, if he got to like draw out his picture perfect life, it wouldn't be having a mom who isn't financially stable and that he needs to worry about financially. And I think if there's other things going on in her life that he is stressed about and money is the only way that he feels like he has a way to help her in any way, then he's going to do that. And it totally sucks. But I think like thinking about it in terms of your guys's future, I think it's a little selfish because it's also not his job to provide for you. Yeah. It's not his job to be able to afford a house for you. You should be able to like, not that, okay, we're all young. We can't afford a house. Houses are too expensive right now. And like millennials. We live in LA too. That's true. But like, your goal should be that financially you want to get to that place. You want to be able to do these things and that shouldn't be reliant on your partner being able to provide those things for you. And if that's something that's really important to you in a relationship, then maybe this isn't the right relationship for you. Yeah. You should have compassion because it is a problem. Yeah. Um, And so there is um, 
a thing called the National Council on Problem Gambling. And they have a hotline. I'll put all this, all these links in the um, show notes, but they have a hotline that you can call or like a chat service that you can use to um, get help on how to help deal with this. Um, so you just, you just have to, it's, it is, she is like taking money away from your boyfriend, but he's doing this because he wants to, and he wants to help his yeah. mom. But it, by, him giving her money when she's headed to the casino, that's also enabling her. Yeah. So maybe you can um, call this and they can talk you through how you can talk to him about mm -hmm. helping her and then he can talk to her. Yeah. I I think also I've, yeah, I've had friends who've had to really support, whether it's like emotionally or financially, like carry that baggage and mm -hmm. like assist parents or any like adults in like family members it's super sucky to see because like you just see someone who's being taken advantage of ultimately it can't last forever mm -hmm. like it really can't like I'm sure that's what's also happened with the siblings but maybe if like the first thing that you do is um because he said like I'm I'm assuming you're not knowing all this because you're going through his text messages I'm sure he's like you're seeing like he's talking to you about it probably with some annoyance yeah and then I think maybe it's just like so how long has this been going on like does this like does she like and not come and not from like a judgmental place of being like asking about that and be like so like are your siblings like are they still close to your mom like are you like or is like are you and your mom like the closest of like the whole fan like you can make it in a way like to understand and learn more about it because I think also like he probably feels embarrassed by it too. Mm -hmm. So I think like the more that you can learn about it and understand it from like, understand the situation that he's been put in, I think you'll have more empathy for him Yeah, because it won't just feel like, oh, she's asking for this and he's giving it to her. Like, it's not that easy of a process for yeah. him, but I think you guys should talk about it. And I'm sure he would love to like, he's obviously like opening the door a little bit to like let you know what was going on. And I think that's probably him ask, like trying to get you to ask him about it so he can have someone to confide in with mm -hmm. it. And then you guys can both like go like check it out, figure out what you guys can like do, how you can support him and like what mm -hmm. choices he wants to make from all of this. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, okay. Is it time for don't blame them? Woohoo! <laughs> Or as Key says, don't blame them. <laughs> don't blame them. Waiting on that fucking graphic. <laughs> you Still <imagine>? waiting. <laughs> he like invoices us. Like, well, it's no, a gift. No, no. That was yeah. a year. Yeah, we're not. We didn't we sign a contract no, 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 to pay no, no, this. No, 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 no we, don't got, we don't got that. <laughs> also, where's our neon sign? We <laughs> can't. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what's this one from? This one is from um, the episode with Jocelyn Davis. And so the original caller... Um, she had found out that her roommates, the people that she was going to room with, had kicked her out of her living situation. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And so this is someone calling with similar experience. Mm -hmm. Hi, Megan. Um, I'm calling about a caller that was talking about how they had a difficult roommate situation and how their roommates told them that they didn't want to live with them. It's the episode of Jocelyn Davis. Um, I just wanted to give some follow-up advice because I had the exact same situation where I was supposed to live with three other girls, um, one of which I'm still close with, two of which ganged up on me and told me that I couldn't live with them because I was having like a mental health crisis and they didn't want to deal with the drama. Um, and basically what I ended up doing was I had a mental breakdown. I thought about dropping out of school. I felt so alone and horrible, but then I just ended up living alone 
that whole year and it was really great. I had a good year academically. I just kind of distanced myself from most people. Um, and I just, I had my own space. I was able to kind of find myself and like what I need in a living situation. And I just recommend that. I understand that that can be difficult financially. So the other advice is, yeah, just to live, live with a stranger who's busy and, uh, hopefully not going to be around all the time. Um, but yeah, just finding yourself and being able to distance yourself from those people is really important. Good luck. That'd be me if I had stayed in school. I just had the mental breakdown and then dropped out. Mm. No, but that's like, I think that's so incredibly impressive, especially when you're like not doing, uh, yeah. After like when you like, when you're like kind of one of those, like when you hit rock bottom points that I think it's so like amazing. And I'm always like so impressed by my friends and people I know who like when they hit those things, they like take it as being like, well, here's what I'm going to do. And I'm like, holy shit. That's like, I wouldn't, if I was in a good place, I wouldn't be like, I'm just going to like do my own thing and like have my own apartment and like crush life. Like, I think that's so like, I don't want to be like cheesy, but I think it just like shows like immense like strength I think is awesome because I think like you can feel like once you have like a full mental breakdown and you like you know like are laying I think Gabby and I've talked about before like every couple years like you have one of those Mm -hmm. I'm just laying on the bathroom floor and like someone needs to come pick me up um it's like I think that's yeah I think that's really impressive yeah yeah and then speak on um her saying like find somebody that's really busy maybe find somebody that's like a recent graduate that's in Mm. that they just got like their first job or something so you know that they're not going to be around a lot and and like when you're in between classes and stuff so that yeah. could be that could somebody that doesn't want to be your friend someone pre-med <laughs> so look, look not for, looking for friends or, yeah somebody that's pre-med yeah. or somebody that says like young professional or something yeah. like that so um yeah i i personally know aislinn um on the previous episode said that she roomed with her friends and mm-hmm. it's been great and it's been great for her yeah. but like the friends that I've roomed with, it was like terrible. No, same. And same. so um, for me, after I had two terrible experiences, I either one lived by myself or two um, had a roommate that I wasn't friends with. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Yeah, that was my college roommate. We I had requested a different girl because we had like met on Facebook and like wanted to like room together. And I got a random one fucking we like got along Mm -hmm. so well but in a non we didn't not because we had to and it wasn't like we didn't feel like obliged to like i'm sure she fucking hated me living with me because i was a fucking that was like peak terror megan like i was like we can't lock the door because then just don't want to bring keys out and she's like okay what yeah it was bad i just just our hall door this is our hall room our hall door we also had an ra i love our i loved our ra but he um he also a lot of people dropped out of the ra program he was not very high on the list you of talked supposed about to, yeah. it before and i love him but like we just it was just a whole hall of people that were just like enabling our like craziness mm-hmm. um but uh yeah no but she was great and then when i ended up living with that girl that i originally wanted to live with she was the reason one of the reasons why i dropped out of college mm-hmm. like I think like living with someone um, where their only obligation to like, yeah, the only obligation like is that they pay their rent on time. Yeah. It makes it so much easier. And also like you think about it in the sense of being like when you like are going home and you're like, oh, I don't want to have to like say hi. Like I don't want to do say a whole hi. thing. I don't want to like, sit Sup. and have dinner together. Yeah, I don't like, want to have to catch wanna, up and like just update go them on room. everything. Like yeah. I want it to be like chill in that sense. So I think that's great advice. Yeah. I think it's great advice in general. Don't live with friends. Mm-hmm. You like your friends so much more when you don't live with them all mm-hmm. the time. It's just, yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. you just want to talk to people. All right. That's me, like all ninety nine percent of the time. Mm-hmm. That's Mots, and I'm like, talk to me, <laughs> bored. 
I'm a Yorkie, as my therapist says. <laughs> I'm just unemployed and I sit at home all day. And then he comes home and I run in circles. And I'm like, yeah, talk to me. It's fun. Cute. It's a good time. Okay. Well, that's our episode. That's the episode. Pew, pew, pew. Wee, wee, wee. We did it. We did it. We did it. Hooray. Hooray. Oh, yeah. We watched the live. That's, yep, Dora. Mm-hmm. I was like, we already talked. We- yeah, the live action Dora actually looks it's pretty, pretty tight. fucking good. <laughs> I'm going to go see pretty it. Pretty fucking excited. Yeah. I'm like, let's go see yeah, it together. We shat on it, and I'm like, nah, no, I'm going to see it. Yeah. And I think I'm fucking into it. Yeah. She looks, I don't she looks like fun. a badass. Dude, she looks, it's like, um, Oh. It's like a young Tomb Raider, I would Shut say. Fuck, that's where I was trying <laughs> that to was go. You were say. I was like Angela Jolie, no, Alicia Pam 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 Pam. Um it literally that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. But just like so, somehow more like n- not as smart clothes. You yeah. think Tomb Raider, you're like unpractical outfit. Mm-hmm. Dora? Shorts. Yeah. Even more unpractical. But she was like in the jungle. It was hot. But, no, that's very true. Yeah. I just think of like bug bites. Yeah. Uh, okay guys well hopefully you enjoyed this episode if you uh, are watching this on YouTube check us out on, on the audio version we're on Stitcher we're on uh, Apple Podcasts we're on Spotify we're literally everywhere we're everywhere check out our Patreon yes check out our fucking Patreon do it it's such a good time mm-hmm. um, and also if you uh, I really am excited for what people are going to identify us because all of our Patreon tiers have names mm-hmm. and I want to know like if one of if we use one of your names do you feel like obligated to be like what's the tier I gotta be because like this is my name you yeah. know yeah yeah yeah. i feel like that would be happening um and then if you're listening to it and you want to watch it on youtube check it out it is there and we are also on instagram at don't blah mean pod we also have our solo instagrams which will be linked down below and uh if you guys want to if you want to if your life is going to shit i'm gonna be like an infomercial if your life is going to shit and you need our help uh give us a phone call at 310-694-0976 yeah. Second, I thought that was wrong. That was right. Leave us a voicemail there. And then if you're an international listener, send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Well, that's it for our episode, guys. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso, part of the HerPod Network.